Hello everybody, I'm Jason Trader, the Emperor of America, and with me as always is the fabulous Millie T. Hello. And this is the Art of Being, the podcast. So Millie, how's your brain matter doing? Apparently bad. What the heck is brain matter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, matter in the brain. The substance in the brain? Yeah. Next question. Well, I could use more sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because we have. I happen to be talking about some brain matter today, some gray matter, and the rewiring of that gray matter. Why are you talking about that? Because today we're going to talk about a little thing called neuroplasticity. Break it down, Jason. Neuroplasticity. Oh, you wanted a different type of breakdown. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I, you know, you dropped the beats. I was going to get on that. Yeah, yeah you were going to get on nothing. You can't rap. I'm definitely glad you stopped when you did because I cannot flow. That's why I stopped. I probably do know how to flow. I'm just too shy to try. That's all. Nicole Simpson can't rap. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, (laughs) so today we're talking about neuroplasticity, Nero, not a ruler of ancient Rome, but like neurological as Mm. in the brain and plasticity means it's, uh, basically means changing or, or moving, you know, it's, uh, flexible. So, uh, when I get into what neuroplasticity is is why don't you tell me what what did they tell you about school in the brain and your brain cells what did they what did they teach well, you well they in usually started with the pituitary gland and then they tell us about the left brain the left side of the brain mm-hmm. and the right side of the brain and uh i learned on happy feet what was it the medulla oblongata what is that that's the center that controls yes yeah yeah so that's pretty much all the brain information that i know there it is did you ever hear about uh that you only have so many brain cells and if you kill them they don't grow back that is not good is that true well did they teach you that in school I've heard of that before, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those myths that they it's used to believe true, back though. in the day. It's not true. It is untrue. I'm so glad you said it, and I cannot wait to talk about it later. That's when we get into, you know, something else a little later. Yeah, it's not yeah, true. yeah, you can replenish the body. Yeah, you can. You can replenish yeah. it. So basically what they used to think, neuroplasticity, they, they kind of knew it existed in children as they develop. And then they thought like, oh, when you kind of hit 18, your brain stops. Then they said... <laughs> Are these scientists? Scientists. Classic. Then they began to understand that it actually, your brain is developing until you're about 25. Right? That that's kind of when your brain stops its final Yes, growth I heard, I heard for where, females it was 21. Yeah, and males it's about 25. It's a little later for them. But then they kind of thought it stopped from there. And then however your brain was wired, that's how it was always wired. But now they're beginning to understand neuroplasticity actually lasts your whole lifetime. And here's an easy example of neuroplasticity. You ever hear of like in the news, 80-year-old woman graduates college? Yes, I have. How could she do that if her mind wasn't changing and developing? Right. She wouldn't be able to grasp those new concepts. So now we understand that throughout the whole of your life, your brain is constantly changing, developing, 
modifying itself. Hooray! That's right. So what does that mean for you? Basically, what that means is, so let's say, um, so they have problems. Uh, they have what they call negative plasticity and positive plasticity. So negative plasticity would be you were abused as a child. Hold on. Now, when you say the word plasticity, it means changing. Right. So okay. negative change. Yeah. Negative plasticity. Let's say you're abused as a brain. child. Yeah. So when you get older, you may have emotions that go a certain way or you may have stress or that, depression or anxiety. Because Yeah, because you experienced trauma for so long mm, that mm, plasticity mm. rewired your brain mm. to, to experience trauma and stress. Mm. It's the reason why when people go to war... You get post-traumatic stress syndrome. Mm. They deal with so much stress for so long mm -hmm. that their brain rewires. Now everything's stressful because my brain is wired to deal with stress. So it puts me in this depression, this anxious, this stressful mood because I, my brain has been rewired. Mm. And what? guess what they used to do to treat this kind of stuff? What do you think a doctor would do back in the day? Well, let's see. Um... Near, uh, what is it? There's electric shock therapy. Stuff like that. Yep. Zapping out else, of your what brain. What else do they do? Probably, um, uh, oh, I was going to say uh, drown them in the water. <laughs> no, I'm going a little bit more modern than that, anymore. like 80s, 90s. Oh, uh, medicine. Medication. That's medication. right. They just medicate you. Cover it up. Because they were trying to treat the symptom, mm. not really realizing the effects that it had on the brain. Here, this pill will make you calmer. And that's kind of how they used to treat brain damage. Kind of. But definitely they, how they used they to. They still just give you a you're, pill you're and right, send you on your way. You're right, because the understanding of neuroplasticity is it's very much in its infancy. It's still something that they don't quite get, but they're starting to get. Mm. But what they have learned is through uh, positive activities uh, that you can rewire your brain through positive plasticity. So instead of see, there you go. So the brain, instead of being doped up on drugs to drown it out, yeah. Basically, what you tell someone who has been, let's say, you post traumatic stress, you've been in war, mm. they're having do something nice for someone today, like buy them their coffee. And every day when you go to the coffee shop, buy somebody else their coffee. And through these random acts of kindness What's and being nice, you're rewiring your brain to think positively. You're literally changing your brain to say life is not always stressful. Sometimes it's nice. And they find through helping other people and through acts of kindness that you can literally start to fix the stress and trauma in your mind. Oh, so you're saying like, get activity. over yourself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but, think but of I'm, other think, people. I'm thinking of it more from a physical aspect of, of the wiring of the I feel like brain. that that would make me more stressed to have to find someone every single day in a coffee shop. Well, actually, no. Not really. I'm already happy and joyful and like to do things like that. Like, I feel like I'm the type, if I had loads of money, I'd be happy to give it to those in need. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Well, I mean, or volunteer at a homeless shelter. I'm not a shelter, good example. Yeah, volunteer Or volunteer at a veterinarian shelter so or something. So you're saying not, not necessarily buying someone coffee, but doing positive acts of kindness helps you just to feel better? It. What I'm saying is we're beginning to understand scientifically that through the plasticity of the brain, mm -hmm. that you're literally changing the connections in your brain to no longer be connected to negative centers 
but you're changing oh, them to be connected to, to positivity, positivity, which so, shows a reduce I in like that. a reduction. I like that. They're finding reductions in depression and anxiety specifically. Yeah. Uh, for the people doing more positive things or I would think, see, I would think it would be reversed. Like where you do more positive things to people, then they will themselves be happier. But I'm sure that goes without saying too. Right. But what you're saying is if you're feeling down or some type of way, mentally sorrowful, drowned out by horrible feelings and anxieties and stress in the mind, you're saying focus that attention on giving and loving and yeah. and finding something positive to do. And I, you know what? I'm going to have to agree with you there. Uh, that sounds like a montage. You can get that done in a month and you'll be feeling better at the end of the month. Uh, yeah. And I'm not saying don't get help because I think you should seek if you're experiencing depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress from, from anything uh, that you, you should seek help. But seeking help through counselors and stuff that's also just helping rewire your brain because you're talking through it. You're yeah. getting it. Uh, usually what a therapist will do will say, well, did you think about it from this other perspective? And they're basically trying to help you yeah. refit your mind. Yeah, that's um, true. To do uh, different new things. To focus yeah. different new things. So they did this study, right, with um, these taxi cab drivers in London. Basically, to get a taxi license in London, you have to like memorize this huge map. Of areas because they want you to know all the roads or something. So like you literally have to test and have oh, to know all wow. these roads. What they found is in older taxi cab drivers that have been doing it longer, vice younger, that the older t cab drivers actually had more, uh, could remember things, not just the routes, but remember things in general in their life better and had a greater capacity for learning because they spent so much time rewiring their brain to handle this massive amount of information that it affected even other parts of their lives. That even in other things, they could just remember stuff better because they had rewired their brain to handle large amounts of information. Well, why did you bring up newer cab people? Because the newer cab people should have, have the GPS same thing. No, no, they should have the same thing. But because they've been doing it less mm -hmm. amount of time, oh, okay. they yeah. haven't had as much time to build that capacity like the older guys have. Well, you would think if they both memorize the same map, they'd have the same capacity. But it's proven that because they continually are putting their mind to handle it, that it affects other parts of your brain. Well, so what? what did you bring all of that up for? I bring all that up is basically to say that you can literally change the way your mind works physically. Yay. You can change how much memory you are able to hold. Can I get mutant powers? Uh, that's yet to be decided. I will research that and get back okay, to you. Thank you. So far, it's, it's not looking good. It's important that you get on that. Tonight. I rolled a nuclear waste. I got struck by lightning. I got nothing yet but melanoma. It's terrible. <laughs> I, oh, I've been trying to get powers for years. Could you imagine if we could level up on our brains like that? But you can. That's what I'm telling you. You can level up on your brain. Now, maybe not to the point where you can move things. <laughs> Telekine telekinesis. But to the point where you can literally rewire your brain to yeah. handle larger amounts of information. Nice. And so. I agree. So why would I bring that up on a podcast that talks about Christ? Why would I bring up neuroplasticity? I don't know. Preach, brother. Well, I would just say that you can, you as a Christian, mm -hmm. 
you don't have to be depressed. Mm. You don't have to be anxious. Mm. And you don't have to experience stress because mm. they said through med- they said literally through meditation, facts. making people facts. meditate on positive things uh-huh. that they saw improvements in stress yeah. through meditation. Yeah, now, sure. What, what does the Bible say? I don't know, but I know that meditation is 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 positively feeding your mind. Well, if you're meditating on the right things, it's it's affirmations, you know, to yourself, and it kind of gives you a stepping stone for the day. So the Bible definitely says to to meditate. Um, what you got? What does the Bible say about it? Well, in Romans twelve and two, it says, "And do not be conformed to this world." But be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Well, so when when the when Paul here, through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, is saying renew your mind to know the will of God, basically what he's saying is by literally studying the word of God, mm-hmm. the Bible, by and focusing on things that are good and acceptable, mm-hmm. you can change the way your mind thinks oh, to where you are follow, now following the word of God. Right. So what we have always heard of as spiritual, we are now learning there's also a physical connection happening in your mind yes. that you can literally, not just spiritually, but yeah. literally renew your mind. Absolutely. So as a Christian, absolutely, uh, or as anybody listening to this, really, you can literally read, read rewire your brain. Read that scripture again in the beginning. And do not be conformed yes. to this world. Yes, okay, so boom. Do not be conformed to this world. Okay, go ahead, sorry. Well, that's a good point right there, just well, to stop. Well, no, but go ahead, and what's the next line? Because... But tr- be transformed by the renewing of with your the mind. the word of God, is that what the rest says? Uh, so, that you know, so that you'll be able to prove the will of God and know what is good and acceptable. So it's basically like... That's that's change true. your mind so, so that you know what God thinks is good. Okay, well that's good. That's that's very true. I will have to say that growing up, uh, I was a very vengeful and crazy. Like you didn't want to cross me, right? I took pleasure on revenge or getting people back. You know, uh, uh, I would say I was a part of a mean girl crew sometimes, but sometimes even worse. I was worse than a mean girl because. Um, you know, you you didn't see it coming because I, you know, I was mostly a positive, happy person. But I did have this thing in me where if you did me wrong, I'm definitely going to do you wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, now it's different that I'm older, not because of just age comes maturity, but because because there's still some very vengeful people at adult ages. I decided to and I don't know if this goes with this but I just decided to understand that that is not what God wants for the kingdom that is not what God wants for me he you know there's enough madness happening in the world and plus when you're vengeful and stuff that really mess with with your mind you know it's it's what do they say it's it's harder to hate you know, have you ever heard something like that where it's what? like, it takes a lot of energy to hate. I always yeah. said that. It takes a lot of energy to hate. 
And I know this. It takes a lot of energy. Plotting. You ever watch like old cartoons and you got, you know, what was his name? Gargamel with the Smurfs. Like every week he's trying to take down the he Smurf never village. Gave up. He never gave up. But he, he was he was just dark and messed up in the head. He was always grumpy and unhappy and messed up. Because of negative plasticity. He had rewired <laughs> right. his mind. He didn't rewire his mind just to say, you know what? And I'm going to let it go. And I'm now more happier. If I know the, the know, new Millie, I know that you're a person that always goes out of your way to find a way to compliment every person you meet. No, I don't find a way to compliment every person I meet. I find you a way naturally to, can, but I find a way to compliment people who I feel like, you know, have done something with themselves to try. If, if I notice someone chose a lipstick or chose a haircut or chose a pant, I would say I like those pants. Those are some great pants. Yeah, but I remember you know? this one time. There was this girl. She had the weirdest eyes I've ever seen. It, they were just weird. And you went up to her and told her how beautiful her <laughs> eyes were because they were so unique. And she was like blushing. She, like she, You could tell oh, that she was like, yeah. I've never been complimented on this I thing that I'm clearly self-conscious about. about. Yeah. But you just like, you changed her mind that you, day. Let me tell you and that. I think through your, posit- your constant positivity, you even change your own behavior the the way you feel about yourself i think is affected well, you, as well you do need to carry yourself well and this is just what i mean you're represented re, you represent christ everything like that but i want to go ahead to you know just say thank god that i don't think the same way that i used to i am more at peace and everything um just thinking more of in a Christ-like mindset versus plotting and being vengeful and holding onto a grudge and stuff. It ain't good. It doesn't feel good. But let's go on to what you were getting into about. What's that M word you were going on about? Meditation, I see. Yes, that's where we left off. So do you have a scripture meditation? Well, it tells you to meditate on the word day and night. Bam. Okay, so meditate on the word day and night. Now, what do we know about the word? The word is going to give you a lot of good, positive things, okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You say meditate on the word, but, and then I, you know, I was talking about meditation earlier, what it can do for you. It really is a stepping stone into the day. It's really, I used to meditate regularly. Okay. It lasted for a week, but I felt amazing. <laughs> I mean, I that tell was the you best week what, ever. I felt so so energized just by sitting on my bum thinking about positive things for myself for that day and anytime I did get down or any type of way those affirmations just popped right into my head that I made from earlier that day well Colossians I highly recommend meditation for people who yeah want Co- to do well, Colossians well. three and two says set your mind on things above not things that are on this earth so the mm. what the bible is telling mm. us is specifically rewire your mind and mm. set it on the things of god yeah. and it will begin yeah. to change yeah. your behavior yeah. your attitude now does that count when you say not things on this earth now sometimes that i'm i'm asking is that in reference to like what you're dealing with right now on this earth sometimes? Uh, because a lot of times people are sad or depressed because of what they might currently be going through. And I'm just wondering if that scripture could relate to that as well. Like, you know, don't think about that stuff. Set your mind on uh, the heavens. What is? Well, because it goes on to say, because you, you have died to your 
to the previous life and you're and you're now yeah. in Christ. So yeah. it's, it's basically like yeah. all that like you were saying, like you used to be so negative and, yeah. and angry. Yeah, I can't. It be like that put way that anymore. stuff aside and it's, become something new and focus that, on yeah. God. I, I I must be real though. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, like I wish that I could go around slapping people every single day. I mean we all do. I I okay, just as long as we know. I I do I just but wanna go it, on a good slap apocalypse. <laughs> I wish you I know, had just a slap, slap a pop up slap, slap apocalypse. The best out of people. Yes. But I know that that is, is painful. It's hateful. That kind of rage, you know, you don't want to keep that in you. So, no, yeah, no. let's change. And like you said, you know, let it be dead. That, And that's how I feel now. I feel like I know that there's like a whole different Millie now just because of the simple fact that I decided to, um, you know, move in and think like Christ. But like I said, all through the scriptures, it talks about it's the battlefield of the mind. Look up, renew your mind in a concordance. I mean, you're going to find it all over the place. Right. And what we're seeing in the spiritual thing, you can literally renew your mind. You can literally change the way you think. So in, um, this is a, a very common scripture but in 2 Timothy uh, 1 and 7, it says, For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and, and a, sound a sound mind. mind. That means you don't have to focus on fear. You don't have to focus on uh, all those other negative things because God has literally given you the ability yeah. to have a, a sound, sound mind. mind. And it it's is, in you. It's, it's your, who you are. You have to literally make a choice. It's so hard sometimes. You wish you could just push the program button that says be happy. But it is a choice as far as not the being happy part, but what you choose to think of day and night. Yeah, I mean, you like it's a choice and it's also a journey. Because all these people that they've been testing uh, with P- uh, post-traumatic stress, uh, they they didn't just get better because they meditated once overnight. They sought help. They continue to do good things. They continue to meditate and focus. I mean, and that's why we don't really understand it because we're just, it's all very new and it takes time. So don't think that, oh, if I read this Bible, I'm gonna all my woes are going to be gone today. That's not it. You have to f- consciously make a decision to rewire your brain daily, and spirit daily, daily, daily and yeah. focus on the things that set your mind on things that are above yeah. and not things of this world because you can get bogged down. It says be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but we're anxious all the time. My right. Facebook feed, the news media, it's right. covered with anxiety and it's right. covered with these things, but I can focus on something else and, and literally change the yeah. way I think through positive thinking, through positive actions. I mean, you got to look at this. Like, Jesus died next to thieves. You know, Paul had been stoned a bunch of times. These were men that were surrounded by not very pleasant situations. But they continued to focus on what was above so that those things didn't really affect them. I'm sure in the moment Paul was like, if they hit me with another rock, ah, you know. But but in the end, he just kept on trucking because he was set on the things that were above. His mind had been completely rewired to be focused on the things of God and not on other things. And uh, I also have some scriptures, too, um, because you actually said, uh, be anxious for nothing, which is in, um, get your pens and papers and pens and pads and your bleep bloop machines out, you guys, your laptops. Philippians 4 and 7 is what you were quoting, which is be anxious for nothing. And um, 4 and 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true... 
whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on such things. So the Bible specifically tells us on the things that we're supposed to think of in Philippians 4 and 8. And then I also wanted to share another scripture, um, just as far as encouragement and, you know, you're telling people renew and think on these things. Well, here's some, some more scriptures to think about. Deuteronomy 31 and 8 says, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Okay. So you might need to tell yourself that day, you know, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged because God will never leave me nor forsake me. And then in Psalms chapter 34, which is really becoming one of my favorite um, chapters in the Bible, I tell you, talk about having peace. You know, Psalms 34 has got it for you. You don't want to be on the other end of what God's dishing out on Psalms 34. You want to be on the good end. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. So why I read Psalms 34 and 17 about the righteous cry out. Sometimes you also have to cry out to God as well. So, you know, just saying that, you know, he, he does sit and wait and think about us and, and, and wants to hear from us. So it's okay to cry, (laughs) cry out to God as much as you need to not whining or complaining, but do cry out. If you feel like you are in any type of anguish or anything like that. But, and that also goes back to Philippians, um, four and seven about don't be anxious for anything, but make your, your requests made known to God, take it to God and then think on whatever's true and lovely and everything like that That's right. afterwards. You and know. he will begin to change your life. I'm telling you people, if you just start focusing on the word of God every day, take a couple minutes to praise, a couple minutes to read the word, and then a couple minutes after it to just think on those things that just you just experienced, you will literally begin to change your mind and spirit. So literally your brain's being rewired spiritually, your spirit is being realigned with God and it's yeah. going to take you to yeah. another place. You don't have to be depressed, anxious, yeah. sad, yeah. worried. You don't have to let the world bog you down. Uh, <clears throat> so much negativity in this world, we can be above it. We yes. can be better than it. Yes, and and, and you, you can't go full, what was I going to say, full emo, full Adam family. I was going to say full goth all the time. The Bible says, yes, there's a time to weep. But there's a time for rejoicing as well. You cannot stay down and be sorrowful for too long. Do you understand? There's a time and season for everything. And um, yeah, make sure you do cry out and, and conversate with God as much as you can. And then I also wanted to say the brain m- responds to music well. Your spirit responds to music well. The Lord says, encourage yourself um with songs, with songs and, hymns. and hymns encourage yourself and i cannot stand encouraging myself i want to encourage somebody else i want somebody to encourage me sometimes you know and my husband is really very good at that it's one of the things i'm loving more and more about him well, every you. day he's encouraging me um on my uh the art of being reacts on my Ooh, YouTube channel. Plug. <laughs> on my YouTube channel. <clears throat> He's very encouraging 
But if you feed your mind horrible, dramatic, sad music, I tell you what, brothers and sisters, you will be feeling horrible, mad, and dramatic. But if you put on some good old worship music, I tell you, I don't know what it is about that. Putting on some praise music, it completely changes the whole spirit around. Remember Saul, was it Saul or Solomon? And he had, he felt the bad spirits come up on him. Oh, Saul and David played for him. And he just started feeling those bad spirits come up on him. You know, the mind and your spirit just feeling attacked or sad, or darkened, yeah, or depressed, Saul. or whatever. It was King Saul. Bring the musician. That's who they brought in. Now, it happened to be King David, and that goes into a whole other situation, or story. But the whole point is... The music made the spirit leave. The music leave. made the spirit leave. The evil spirit, yeah. Get some good music going. You yeah. don't got to be down for too long. So, in First Peter... 5 and 8, it says, be of sober spirit, or there's other translations that say, be of sober mind. Basically, just have a uh, a vigilant countenance about you, I think is the point here. And be on alert, because your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a, like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Oh, Basically, it's saying, you better keep your mind right, because yes. the devil's trying to take your mind. Yes, go ahead and say it. Can he, I say something? Go ahead and say it. Go ahead. I, I just did. Okay. You want so me to say it again? Say it again. You better keep a sober mind, yes. because the devil is trying to take your mind. Okay. I got a testimony on that, Mr. Trader. You may... You've heard this twice already, and... um. If anyone's listened to maybe any of our other episodes, I have shared it before. So um, I was going through something so horrible that happened in my real actual life. Just something, a shock out of nowhere. Just things happen in life that just knock you on your butt and you, there's nothing you can do about it sometimes. Whether you get fired or just something horrible, you could even uh, become disable all kinds of things and I can't speak on that behalf because I haven't been in those situations but for me I remember being sad about the issue that happened to me right because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to happen it Testify. happened and so I knew and understood that it was okay to kind of take these stepping stones of I don't know being sad or whatever Either way, long story short, God the Most High gave me a dream that I was in my home, minding my own business, walking around, and all of a sudden, there's a demon, like, hiding in the corner. I'm like, and and the, the, the demon looked like a regular person, just regular clothes, and then, um, and then I, you know, there were angels about in the room as well. They too just looked like regular people, regular clothes. It looked like the type of people you would just walk around on the street. Think about New York City walking down the street. These people were in my dream as angels and some were demons. I could tell who the demons were just for the simple fact they were kind of hiding a little bit. What are you doing over there? I'm asking. Get the heck out of here. Why are you in my house? I didn't invite you. What are you doing here? Go in Jesus' name. And I, I knew I didn't have to say in Jesus' name, too. And this that was awesome. But I did it anyway because you want to put some stank on it sometimes. You right. just want to 
cover you know we don't fight against flesh and blood yes we fight against principalities and you know i'm gonna use the name jesus just just so you understand what's happening here and i'm you know the demon just he had he she all of them they had to just leave it was a, a matter of fact it was a party and 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 other people were invited we had some party crashers and they all left and you know the angels are just sitting around hanging out too and i had to stop and ask everyone because they were all dressed the same are you an angel or a demon are you an angel or a demon and they answered honestly i don't know what it is about that but that was just the dream they answered honestly and um the demons left i'm like get out of here the angels were like i'm an angel whatever what's up oh my gosh i remember one angel but i won't get into that but um <clears throat> the point is when you are going through your woes be careful not to have a pity party because as you're going through your suffering for whatever reason, that is a time and opportunity for a demon to just step on in and creep on in. And the the type of demons that were at this party, these party crashing demons were just regular little tiny little demons, whatever, medium, whatever. But they could then start opening doors and windows for other demons to come in. Do you understand what I mean? So... If something does happen to you and your emotions get to you, you still must control your mind with positive thinking and scripture and praise and worship and washing yourself in the blood of Jesus. Even if you don't even know what the heck is going on in your life or why it's happening, you must be careful and guard and pray over your entire house and everything is still staying the word every day because otherwise you could let some uninvited guest into your spiritual home. And then you don't want demons in your spiritual home because they'll invite more and you'll become yeah. yourself a wicked and, and bitter and rude and nasty mm-hmm. person. And, and you don't even know why you don't even know why you're, you're still, you're not healed well, yet. At least when you're not whatever. healed now, you'll know what it's called. It's called negative plasticity. Negative plasticity. <laughs> and that's what the man calls it. Well, what we call it is what? Pathetically depressed? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But it, it is like Joyce Myers is, she has tons of books on the mind and, you know, she has that well, number one best, is. the number one bestseller. It was like on there forever, for like years was her book, The Battlefield of the Mind. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not one of these, like, through the power of positive thinking, you too can change your life. I am I'm not one of like those, a, and it's hard. I'm not one of them super-duper hippies <laughs> that believe Jesus. that, that you, you know, who controls our life is God. Okay, let's just get that out there. You mm-hmm. don't control... It. If I wish a Maserati to appear in my driveway, and I wish it, and I think positively hard enough about it, I get it. That's not what I'm saying, because that's not a thing. What you get comes from the Most High, and he will give you what he chooses, and he'll put you in the situations yep, he chooses. that's true. What I'm saying is you can and should be renewing your mind through the Word of God Word so of that God. you'll know what is good and pleasing yes, to him yes. so that you don't have to be depressed, yes. anxious, yeah. sad, or yeah. lost. Yeah. You can be guided by the will of God because you renewed your mind through the power of praise, mm-hmm. through the power of meditating on his word. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying name it and claim it. I'm saying change your mind yeah. through the, yeah. thinking on the scriptures yeah. to remove that depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and step into your calling. Christian, right now, I'm calling you out today. Mm-hmm. 
tomorrow when you're you take your first steps, you better be stepping into your calling and yes. stepping away from your depression and anxiety mm -hmm. because you can literally renew your mind where the yeah. battlefield is happening and you can fight against the devil who's trying to snatch it from you. Oh, yes. It's a beautiful mind. Oh, yes. And it's sober and it's sound. Mm -hmm. All that fear and other stuff is not of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So let's get into our scriptures. Let's get into the word of God. Yes. Let's get into praise. Yes. Let's get into groups where we can work things out together through oh, positivity yeah. with each other. And let's mm -hmm. start being the yeah. Christians that God has called us to Hallelujah. be. Be encouraged today, Christian. Be encouraged. We got a battle to win. That's right. <laughs> so... Uh, that means you need to take a day off work and spend 24 hours reading the scripture, literally. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, I mean, that might be something you want to do, but... I, you know what? <laughs> and that's another thing. We do need to give ourselves some more breaks. You, you know, we do need to get, like, a day off of the week. Um, you know, and you do need to have a vacation. And you need to eat well. You know, yeah, don't forget about the physical aspect of right, of all this too. Yeah, I mean, take care of your body. It's the temple. You know what I'm saying? Right. It and, says your body's a temple. And, you yeah. Take care of what in the in. in the beginning in Genesis, um, was it one twenty eight or one twenty nine? You know, it says God gave us food for our bodies, seeds and nuts and stuff. It says, and you want to eat foods like whole grains that enhance your memory and focus. Um, nuts help balance your serotonin levels and boost your mood. Serotonin, that's that happy, uh, hormone. Through working out. All you gotta do too. is, all you gotta do is eat some nuts and, and you're happy. Crazy. Crazy, right? You don't need no meds. Right. You need positive plasticity <laughs> and nuts. And nuts. Yeah, because a lot of these people don't have even great, healthy, you know, you got to start first naturally first. And that's how God made us. Your life is a living thing and it needs nutrients to function properly. And eating the sugar-filled foods that the man wants you to eat is going to get you in, in not positive thinking. So you're telling me that through, through natural eating, I can make my body and mind better uh yeah that's crazy that that all happened by accident through evolution <laughs> no a genius named god the most high thought this up berries like raspberries blueberries strawberries has high level of antioxidants and they boost brain function avocados we're talking about healthy fats here tomatoes bananas have vitamin b6 which increases more serotonin green tea people like to scoff their noses at tea oh my gosh get it together you guys teas is a leaf it's a plant it's natural in nature for your body it's nutrients spinach it's another leaf it increases your memory and and energy you know dark chocolate not that hershey stuff no dark dark chocolate okay not one with the the, the first ingredient is sugar and emulsifier and other things but um dark chocolate helps um the mind as well very well and it's very balancing as well as beans we got a whole bunch of Things that so, God gave to us. What we're telling you, Christian, is we're telling you, you have all the tools you need to succeed today, to succeed tomorrow. If God has given you food, he's given you scripture, he's given you music, mm -hmm. he's given you everything you need. And most mm -hmm. importantly, he gave you this podcast. So go Ooh. ahead and like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> we are The Art of Being, the podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Art Being 
We're on Twitter at the real art being and guys look us up on patreon.com slash the art of being that's where you can donate to our ministry to help us afford the equipment and things we need to bring you a better show uh, hit us up on email it's the art of the letter b the number three ing at gmail.com that's the art of being at gmail.com with a three for the E, and if anybody knows who has that other Art of Being at Gmail account without the e, the three in it, let us know. I want that account. I'm tired of having a little three inside my email address. Hit, somebody email them and tell them to give it to me. Uh, give me the password or something. The emperor has spoken. <laughs> the emperor has spoken. Anyway, we love you guys. We it's thank like you for God. coming out. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. It's it's like Paul's old email address. <laughs> <laughs> the last email was to the Church of the Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. We thank you so much for coming by. We thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Share it on out. And we hope that this has blessed you. Amen. Have an encouraging yes. day. Have Bye. Have the day. Bye.